0: Thanks for watching. Uh, Whether on social media or in our schools, on television, or from the White House, now more than ever, our freedoms, especially freedom of speech, are being suppressed. And that's putting it mildly. Uh, That's why I do this show. And that's why I put it out for free. For those of you who are able, please consider contributing to the show in any amount so we can uh, keep it free and maintain a forum where right-leaning, honest, unfiltered comedy exists. Just click on the... Contribute button on your screen or go to nickdip.com and click on the contribute button at the top. Thank you guys so much. Let's keep this freedom fight going. I can think of younger days when living for my life was everything a man could want to do. I could never see tomorrow, but I would never know about the show. How can you mend a broken heart? How can you stop the rain from falling down? How can you stop the sun from shining? What makes the world go (gasps) round? Oh yeah, I'll be able to play that in about a year and a half, I'd so. How are you, folks? Welcome to the big show. I'm getting the intro down to Hey Joe. I'm going to be one of those guys that knows 112 intros to songs, which is fucking useless, but uh, God, it's fascinating, music. There's a lot of mathematical truths. I don't know who put it together. I like to choke them. It's way fucking harder than it should be. God damn! and why put the strings so close together on a guitar? It's like me trying to text on my phone. My fucking stubby fingers hit 11. <laughs> I, wanna, I should ask Ted Nugent that when we had him on the show. Ted, seriously, does it have to? Who would design this? We could all play like you if you gave us another inch. So my wife said, listen. Kill again, little dick joke. But all right, I'm in a good mood. Why? Because it's the final day of the goddamn week. Uh, any news since yesterday? Anything I did? No, I, no, and no. I go home, you know, I I fucking take about a half hour, have something to eat, and then I fucking start looking at stories again. And then I'm like, oh shit, it's six o'clock, I better bang out the monologue. So what I'm trying to say is I'm going to be selling shoes in about three weeks at the mall. I don't like this anymore. All right, let's get on with the show, shall we? Jing Tang. Uh, In the N-word segment uh, today, 80 House Republicans voted with Democrats on Tuesday. I'll repeat that. 80 House Republicans voted with Democrats on Tuesday to pass the Immunization Infrastructure Modernization Act, which, if passed by the Senate and signed into law, would fund, get this, a federal vaccination database That's right, folks, 80 Republicans signed on to this, the party that pretends to be against big government and for individual rights. uh, They're worse in some ways than the Democrats, because at least the Democrats are up front about how much they despise the average American, you know. But these jerk offs, like these 80 Republicans, they pretend they have your back, which is exactly where they end up stabbing you every time, in this case, jabbing you, I should say. Uh, This database is just another invasive tool by our government to keep track of anybody who has the balls or ovaries, or both, want to be inclusive, to disobey the demands of our masters. They say it's a function, the function of this database is to remind people to get their vaccines and boosters. Yeah, the same way the Nazis reminded Jewish prisoners when it was time to shower, this whole pandemic, folks, this thing has about as much to do with science as Bill Nye, the science guy's degree in mechanical engineering. This new law would allow public and private healthcare companies to share your private medical records with the feds, like teenagers share dick pics. Uh, it's not going to be long before they're rounding up us unclean people and placing us in encampments I was going to say hotels, but <laughs> silly me, those are for illegals. People snuck in here, not actually tax-paying U.S. citizens. Jose and Guadalupe, who don't have to get tested, by the way, they get the Courtyard Marriott. You get a corner of the floor in a giant canvas tent with 300 other lepers. Uh, now, you may think that I'm exaggerating about this coming to the United States soon, but it's already going on just to the north of us in Canada. Literally, people escaping from encampments, quarantine encampments, Australia too, as we speak. I'd tell you to vote these bums out, both Republicans and Democrat, vote them out of office, but they control the elections too. Ironically, the feds won't share those databases with anybody. And that's the N-word tonight, today, this morning, whenever you be listening. For a story up, we got a mental mom How did my mother make the news? Uh, You know who's in the news? You know the racist, hateful black dude that ran over white people? Probably the worst hate crime in the country maybe ever. And we're not even talking about it anymore. We talked about it for what, a day and a half? And then we were on to the new variant because that's what they do. The people, the libs who run the media, When it doesn't fit their narrative that you're a terrorist and a racist and a white... When it doesn't fit that, we got to move on. This guy is so fucking racist against white people. We don't know how to do it. Let's talk about something else. Well, anyways, Daryl Brooks, that was the guy. His mother broke her silence Wednesday in a letter to the media. (coughs) Excuse me, I'm sorry. uh, Blaming last month's Christmas parade tragedy. Oh, is that what it was? Parade tragedy? Can you imagine... If that's a white guy, well, you don't have to imagine Charlottesville. He's a Klansman. He's a fucking alt-right. He's a, huh? Christmas tragedy. Like somebody fell off the ladder hanging the star on the tree, broke their ankle. On a lack, she's blaming, the mother's blaming it on a lack of mental health services for her son, as poor people do when their kids commit heinous crimes. It's always the system, you know, the white establishment's fault. Never how you raise the kid. Don't even know. I'm guessing he don't have a dad. Maybe he does. It's on you if he doesn't. Uh, But there's not enough health services for her son, according to a press report. Brooks was living with his 62-year-old mom when authorities say he plowed his Red Ford Escape into an annual Christmas parade. Boy, is that sanitizing it. On November 21st, killing six people, injuring more than 60 according to court records. God, he doesn't look troubled. We are not making excuses. This is the mom still talking, but we believe what has happened is because he was not given the help and resources. He, now, he wasn't given a dad, I'm guessing. I don't even know that, and I'm going to say it. I'm going out on a limb, because even if I'm wrong about it, I'm right about a 1,000 other guys like this. I'm guessing he didn't, wasn't given a, a nice home to be raised in. Woods wrote in the letter to WDJTV of Milwaukee, please, Mom. Shut up! Shut, 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 shut up! Shut up! Always the society's fault. Brooks, 39, suffered from mental illness, and, you know, welcome to the club. And was on medication since he was a child, according to the letter, and caught... Well, gee, he's been on medication since he was a kid. Sounds like the system did try to help him. Ah, I wonder where... (laughs) There's something wrong with the black man's mind! There's something wrong with his mind! That's why we gave medication. Institutions that are equipped and have trained staff is what was needed, as well as resources in the communities where people who suffer with mental illness live. You want me to believe that there's no social workers? That's where they all... Are you kidding? Oh, go to the White Town, then, which is 10 miles away. Are they going to turn you down? This is such horseshit. He's a victim, you get it? Jail is not the answer. Apparently not. Because they get released back in society sicker than what they were when they entered. We all see what a tragedy that can turn out to be. Yeah, thanks for pointing that out, Mom. Her son, a career criminal, has a sprawling rap sheet with more than two dozen arrests spanning Georgia, Wisconsin, and Nevada in a widely criticized move. And by the way, folks, the prosecutors and shit, they're all funded. The the people that spring thugs on low bail and shit, that's all intentional. Do you understand that they're, they're doing an experiment on our society? Do do you get it? George Soros, he's funded almost every, every crooked district attorney far-left radical. It's all his money. In a widely criticized move, a junior Milwaukee prosecutor requested $1,000 cash bail, which you get more if you get caught littering, after Brooks was busted for allegedly running over his ex-girlfriend. Good to see he didn't send up any red flags running over his girlfriend with his SUV, leaving a tire mark on her left leg. But it's the system's fault. Dawn Woods posted her son's bail on November 5th, and 16 days later, he allegedly used the same vehicle to commit the horrific attack on uh, holiday revelers. I see how they clean that up instead of saying uh, unwitting white people. Just say it. We are never in this country, you talk about race, we're going to have a discussion. It's never going to happen. It'll never be solved, ever. Because even places like Fox News don't have the balls to say white victims. Phrases like that, white people, black suspect, it's never going to get solved. Milwaukee District Attorney John Chisholm called the bail inappropriately low. Well, thank you, detective, and launched an internal investigation into the decision Counselor, I'm sure you did. Counselor, we as a society, he said, must take mental illness seriously by fixing a broken system, or suffer the consequences. Sad as it is to say, what happened in Waukesha will keep happening all over. Really, it will. No, that's a. It's a. It was a hate crime. I, and I'm not disagreeing. There's a lot of mental illness out on the streets and all that shit. But. But, you know, don't don't sugarcoat it and sanitize when you talk about it. It's going to have And look, the kid yesterday that shot up Oxford High School in, in Michigan on the day before. I can't keep my shooting straight and my crime. Um, and now the kid who's probably fucking loose. I say you do like, you know, when a dog, a rabid dog attacks somebody, you put it down. Nick, how can you say that? Well, I got a lot of Kim Jong-un in me. Uh, Anyways, happening all over this country in one form or another with more innocent lives lost and grieving families. Okay, I don't care if they're mentally ill. They commit a crime, you put them in the fucking slammer. Fix them there. I'm sick of hearing this. They have to go to a rehabilitation. Uh, You know, prison isn't the answer. Well, then send the shrinks to the cell and work with them. It's really... Common sense when you talk it out. Innocent lives lost, grieving families and communities, uh, Dawn Brooks wrote. Well, she had a lot, a lot to say. She added that Brooks came from a loving Christian family. Oh, obviously. Boy, do they love this to left when they can blame it on a Christian. And is the grandson of ministers. Well, that explains it right there. You're a liar. Liar war. No, 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 no. You know it. I guess all that religion stuff didn't take. Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. But the thing that bothers me about this whole story is that how we've moved on already. Those people were mentioned for about a day because they were white. Again, I want you, and I say it all the time. This should have been a reverse race thing. Um, Just think about if the races were reversed. Just think about it. Are you shitting me? It would be on a loop. You guys couldn't get away from it. You go to fill your tank at a gas station, you know they have TVs on the... You'd be watching it there. You'd come home, you put it on the news, it would be there. CNN would be running it on a loop with MSNBC. I'm not exaggerating. That's how they inflame racial tensions and keep us at each other's throats. Well, they do what they have to do, whatever they're doing, building databases to track you. The trouble began when, as an adult... Jesus, this is way too long. Uh... Uh, It was determined that he no longer suffered from mental illness. Oh, I guess the system was working. And his treatment was terminating, according to Woods. Instead of offering help and resources, what do you want? What are we supposed to do, give him a job at fucking, at at Microsoft? What's he qualified to do? And resources to combat the problem. A jail cell was given over and over again, she wrote. Yeah, because he was committing crime after crime. Some people don't want to live in a law and order society. Please leave my country. Here's another moron we have to talk about. At least she has nice tits. But that's canceled out by her unibrow. AOC moron. That's all I could come up with. (laughs) Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. On Wednesday, alleged that the House Minority Leader, Kevin McCarty, Republican California, is working with what she described as Ku Klux Klan caucus, to ena- talking about Republicans, to enable... Boy, that's all you got, sister, huh? Long before you came along, they were already screaming this. We keep hearing about how she's such an innovator. What she, Why she is smart is it's because it's been working, and she's staying on it. I slept with her once. She's showing the... Uh- The appendage size or the bruise I left on her forehead. What? What do you look at To enable violent threats against Representative Ilhan Omar, terrorist, I mean, Democrat, Minnesota, and other women of color. Don't white people have color? I'm white. I see a color in my face, you filthy piglet. Shut your fucking mouth. Yeah, exactly. Shut the fuck up, you cunt. Oh, take it easy. Take it easy. Listen, this is what she says. People, oh my God, this is, people truly don't understand the scale and intensity and volume of threats targeting Omar. I wonder why. Ocasio-Cortez wrote, Kevin McCarthy, she says, is so desperate to be speaker that he's working with his Ku Klux Klan caucus as opposed to the Black Caucus, who says the most heinous shit, those old John Lewis, those civil rights, just come right out and say it's white supremacy and all. They get away with it fucking bitch uh ku klux klan caucus to look aside and allow violent targeting of women of color members of congress this cannot be ignored sure it can and i'm gonna keep ignoring it god damn it white nigger what i've seen a lot of white niggers in my time i'm gonna use that word i don't want to use it why are you bringing that up it seemed right at the time when i was watching hockey and making the sound drop Well, people toss out cliches like we condemn all forms of racism and bigotry. The fact is Islamophobia is far too often tolerated. Ignore bigotry is not made unacceptable by what one says about it. It's made acceptable based on whether there are any consequences for it or not. You mean like the black guy we just did a story on who was let out 19 times for beating up sex crimes, beating up white people? You fucking myopic idiot. Do you understand? Oh my God! It's not just about nasty phone calls and emails. She added, "GOP are given freedom to incite without consequence." Are you listening to this? Who's been calling white people domestic terrorists? Literally giving, convincing people on the left that what's worse than a terrorist? You can kill them. What? Seriously, I I, I don't know if she believes what she's saying or not. I really don't. She can't be that fucking myopic. She has to know. There's a double standard in race that shits on white people around the clock. What, what is she, what world is she living in? Here's the phone call. They're going to play the phone call, the message that somebody left on Ilhan, who should be uh, deported, by the way. Look, she's dressed like she's going to a fucking ISIS meeting. Fucking twat. Welcome to America. Um, she's going to play a message, and then I will respond why it's so silly. Go ahead. I'm going to play you a voicemail. Probably your husband slash brother that made the message. That we received hours after I got off the phone with Representative Boebert. So what? After she posted her video. Posted? it? She put that We see you Muslim, son bitch. <laughs> we know what you're up to. You're all about to over the country. Don't worry, there's planes that will love the opportunity to take you off the face of the fucking earth. Holy shit, it's Tom Cotton. Come get it, bitch, you fucking Muslim piece of shit, you jihadist. We know what you are. You're a fucking freighter. You will not live much longer, bitch. I can almost guarantee you that. No, it sounds like Mitch McConnell. Up, and you will be tried for a military tribunal. And you will be found guilty. <laughs> How'd you get her number? <laughs> Fucking terroristsmatch.com. Uh, um... You know why that is so silly? Do you understand how many messages Republicans get? For every one, she gets like that. You ever hear Sean Hannity? Sometimes he plays his, uh, and he's just a TV guy. I mean, literally, security around the clock for being on TV. Uh, you can't believe what, you know, Marjorie Taylor Greene, the messages that are left on her. Um, it's not like this guy went to uh, your house and stood in front of it. With a gun and threaten you, like, you know, or followed you into a restaurant. Do you understand the right gets 40 times more? Because the media agrees with her message. We just did a story this week that psycho with an axe breaking into a Republican senator's uh, office. See, those are real threats. I had to, I was on the fucking phone with the FBI a year ago, twice. I'm selling mugs. The fuck, but she thinks that's going to, oh my God, I guarantee you, Mitch McConnell, McCarthy, they could play a thousand of those. So please go back to where Somalia? Uh, They don't have to pay for the security required from their acts. We do, she says. They make money off it, and they're targeting those least likely to be institutionally protected. Boy, does that sound familiar? Like Nancy Pelosi and you jerk-offs, attorney generals, uh, district attorneys, releasing thugs back onto the street because you don't deal with them. You live in gated communities and shit. So y- you've said nothing new. You just, she's that partisan, man. Ugh. Whining. Quiet. Quiet like a bitch. Oh, please, please, please. I'm almost so upset I can't read this promo for Comics Gym. <laughs> Guys, if you haven't already, please take a moment and sign up at thecomicsgym.com to get my exclusive encore show. Today, I'll be bringing attention to the fact that uh, Joe Biden doesn't realize how serious the supply chain issue is. Where do you see that clip. He's like, somebody wrote some, and they added like Christmas jokes. Oh, my God. It stinks like his diaper after the Gerber's. While prices are sky high, he's comparing the situation to trendy toys being out of stock for Christmas. You can't make it up. Oh, my God. That's why I believe the Republicans are complicit. You couldn't, nobody could lose to people this dumb unless you're in on it. Uh, anyways, you want, you don't want to miss that story. To get ac- access, just click on any of the Encore episodes and sign up at the Sonny, Michael, or Vito levels. You'll also get discounts off Nick DiPaolo show merchandise. Uh, and starting this Thursday, you'll get access to a voicemail line where you can leave a question or a thought that I'll play and address on the show. Again, uh, you can only get this as a member on the ComicsGym.com website. Uh, site. So, if you haven't already signed up there, please do. Now's the time. This is without a doubt the best way you can support this show. So, take advantage of it. With thank you. Um, I wonder if I'll get some threats like Ilhan Omar. <laughs> Listen to what they. To, 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 <laughs> that guy. Did he have a southern drawl? A little <laughs> bit. I pictured like a retired. Uh, drill sergeant, <laughs> somebody from South Carolina who's had enough <laughs> but, but for her to play that you understand and here's with Republicans they, they should have eight people today doing the same thing but they won't because 80 of them just voted on something that sticks it up our ass that's it it settles it I'm running for Senator of Georgia First thing I'd do, burn all masks. If you're seen wearing a mask, you're put in jail. And uh, stripped and beaten with a fucking garden hose. The metal part. I learned that from my dad. <laughs> Anyways, let's get to somebody who is mentally ill. Now, no. Poor Alec Baldwin. Um, karma's a bitch. For all the times he's badmouthed gun owners, the NRA, and I'm telling you, it came around and bit him right in the balls. Anyways, the headline, Baldwin Not Triggered. Nick DiPaolo came up with that. And you're saying, well, what's that? Called? Well, listen, Alec Baldwin is insisting he didn't pull the trigger on the gun that killed the cinematographer and wounded the director on the New Mexico set of his film, Rust. <laughs> didn't pull the trigger? I'm going to find out what the hell happened here. So what he wants us to believe is it went off accidentally? <laughs> I mean, that happens when people are cleaning their gun sometimes, but even then you have you Finger on the trigger a lot of the time, right? Guns don't go off by themselves. People do. <laughs> I don't know why that sounded like it fit there, but I said, boy, does he look rough. He looks like a guy who's been through hell. But let's remember during this interview, he's an actor, a very good one. <laughs> um, I don't wish this on anybody. And I hate his politics. I always say this about him. I hate his politics. Obviously, I think he's a typical New York lib idiot. But I I think he's a funny fuck. I think I would like him if I met him. and We didn't talk politics. You know what I mean? Uh, I love how he goes after the paparazzi, threatening to punch him in the face. I like that type of shit. I'm immature like he is. Um, But it's just ironic that this is what's going to take him down. Such an anti-gun guy. Uh, in his first interview since the deadly um, October 21st shooting, a tearful Baldwin told midget ABC News' George Stephanopoulos he has no idea how the live bullet ended up uh, in the firearm. I don't know nothing about that. I actually believe that part of it. Because I, 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 I'm, I'm with the theory. Look, that was an unhappy movie set, supposedly, way before the shooting happened. They didn't like the way who they hired to take care of the guy, all this shit. And let me tell you, the people that, that work on movie sets are some of the most bitter. They got into the business to be actors, and they ended up being you know, working the grip of the boom. And they just, there's always one. Even on the movie I shot this summer, upstate New York, there's always a couple guys that just fucking, you can feel it coming out of them. They slam shit around. It. <laughs> um, I, I personally think somebody put live ammo in there to, to teach somebody a lesson I know he can't prove it, but let's watch some of the uh, videotape of this interview. It wasn't in the script for the trigger to be pulled. Well, the trigger wasn't pulled. I didn't pull the trigger. So you never pulled the trigger. (laughs) Now, here's my theory on this. I think he's doing what his lawyers told him to do. They're going to go, it's your only chance to not be blamed for this. And he's going to run with it. Wouldn't we have heard this by now? Unless I missed it. I mean, this happened a long time ago. Had you heard this theory? That he hadn't pulled the trigger? No, this is the first he's mentioned of it. It is, isn't it? Wouldn't that have been the first thing? You said, I didn't even pull the trigger. It's, it malfunctioned or whatever. It's just coming out now. You're a gu- You're a soldier. You know more about weapons than anybody. Have you ever had a gun go off where you didn't pull the trigger? No, it, it take, requires a finger. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Anyways, go ahead. Let him. Let him talk. Let him. No, spin. no, 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 no. I, I would never point a gun at anyone and pull a trigger at them. Never. What did you think happened? How did a real bullet get on that set? I have no idea. Someone put a live bullet in a gun, a bullet that wasn't even supposed to be on the property. Yeah, the property of the. Of the set your movie was on. This poor guy's gonna be... And again, he says uh, he didn't pull the trigger. (laughs) The trigger wasn't pulled. I didn't pull the trigger, he said. Authorities have previously said Baldwin was holding the prop gun while rehearsing a scene at the Bonanza Creek Ranch near Santa Fe when it accidentally discharged. Cinematographer Haley... 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 I can't see the name, it's cut up. was killed. And director Joel Souza was injured after they were struck by the live round. We all know that by now. Uh, my theory, again, possible sabotage. Um, but I'm just wondering why we're just hearing about this no trigger thing, no pulling the trigger for the first time. Smells like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Some bad salmon. Well, no. Anyhow, and he, that poor bastard, he, see the bags and the and uh, that's a horrible thing, man. Because I, I, I was on the set of Grace Under Fire and somebody hit somebody with a lemon. I couldn't sleep for weeks. I'm sorry, that was um, suddenly Susan. <laughs> I was actually on some of these shows. Suddenly Susan. I had one line, I got a nice fat laugh. We were helping moving furniture into her apartment or some shit and we broke something and they went, leave it. I'm the last one out. I go, hey, we ate all your salami. Which is just a good line. By the way, she was the nice, one of the nicest people, Brooke. What's her name? Brooke Shields. Went to school with her cousin, Panty. Listen. <laughs> la, 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 la. <laughs> uh, Anyhow. Anywho. Burger bind. Well, what's that mean? Well, it's sort of like hamburger help. You guys ever been to In-N-Out Burger? It is tremendously delicious. Tommy and I, when we were last in Vegas or Chicago, I can't remember, but he insisted on pulling over at 1 in the morning before we made the trek back to the hotel. Oh, my, we got four-by-fours. He didn't even ask me what I wanted. He got it for me. That's four patties. And let me tell you something. Tasted like a 23-year-old Alabama cheerleader. You are correct, sir. I know I am. All <laughs> oh my garbage are good, is what I'm saying. And they're big in L.A., California. They're huge. They're fucking great. And I'm liking them even more for this story. Even with a threat of fines up to $5,000, what the fuck? They make that in an hour. It appears that one of the California's most iconic fast food chain restaurants, In-N-Out Burger, remains defiant as enforcement of the city's mandate that customers... Proof of vaccination be confirmed for indoor, as far as indoor dining goes into effect. Can you, it was starting all over again. Good for you, In-N-Out Burger. Good for you. Don't take no shit off nobody. Can you imagine? Wow, that's an old one. Uh, CBS LA's political reporter, Tom Waite. Oh, he's good. Visited In-N-Out across the city Tuesday night. And found that it was business as usual, despite the fact that the burger chain uh, could face fines. Here's what the report had to say. Tom, take it away, you hack. Hey, Carolina, it's Tom Wait, and our crews visited in and outs across the city tonight. He joins us live now from Universal City with what he found. Tom. Hello. Because, well, you uh, sort of said it. What's so interesting about this showdown is that In-N-Out is one of the most iconic and popular restaurant chains in Los Angeles. Yeah, but we know that. with Good. it flouting the city's new rule and Love thumbing this. their nose at LA, Thumb that. what will happen next? Can I get uh, number one with mustard and ketchup? At the In-N-Out in Hollywood, it's business as usual. Uh, no onion. And business no as onion. what are you a fag? be a problem for Southern California's iconic... Oh, hello, chef, Diane! ...restaurant employees are required now to ask for proof of vaccination guy's if he wants to eat indoors supply. in the city of L.A. And if they don't do that, they can be fined now. Will that be for here? Yeah, for here. The- I'm glad you got a shot of the ice going into the cup. That helped the story. What are you, tripping? CBS LA? <laughs> <laughs> like they needed to send somebody else at us. I'm it. Whoops, wrong Burger Chain. When the first vaccine mandates in the state began this fall in the Bay Area, the burger chain refused to comply. I love these people. It was fined and forced to close all indoor dining rooms. And again, for, I'm going to remind you again, this isn't about science. This isn't about viruses. It's not about people dying. It's about globalists controlling the whole goddamn population on the planet. And this is the way they chose to do it. This new variant, uh, they're going to keep coming up with until the midterms. They can fucking use it as a excuse for you not to go to the... You, Vote in person because you'll get sick. It worked last November. And if you if you don't see that by now, I don't know what to say to you. Old people are getting sick. Did you hear what the lady said who discovered the, the doctor, who discovered the Omicron in South Africa? Did you see her quote yesterday? She goes, I can't believe people are making this much of a, I'm paraphrasing, of a fuss about it. Your heart rate goes up a little or whatever. She goes, I can't believe th- the reaction, the overreaction. Yeah, because... It's all fucking. I mean, it's right for her. She knows. In October, the company released a statement in an Outburger, reading in part: "In and Outburger strongly believes in serving all customers who visit us and making all customers feel welcome." <laughs> okay, it's about money. Uh, we refute. I- I'm glad they say here's the why I love them. They refer to customers as customers and not as guests, like Burger King or Wendy's. Who are- they say guests now or Subway, as long as you're guests in our store. What am I sleeping in a fucking Murphy bed behind the friolator, you Yeah, fuck stain? What is that? Making all customers feel welcome. We refuse to become the vaccination police for any government, amen. If there's a In-N-Out burger, by the way, In-N-Out is exactly what the government's doing to them. It now appears that the Southern California-based restaurant chain is prepared to see how far it can go in defying the city of Los Angeles' mandate, one of the strictest in the country because it's run by the ship-shifter, ship-shifter, the Shapeshifter. shifter <laughs> Bon appétit. Gavin Newsom. At least one customer that spoke to CBS LA agreed with In-N-Out. At least one. <laughs> See how they, do you see how they You have the right to eat here or not It's their business, not ours It's to them, the customer said Exactly right, my friend You are correct, sir Exactly right It's their business, not the government's Just like that new database Fucking government is not your doctor Butt out Speaking of butting out Make sure you grab Nick DiPaolo miniskirt. <laughs> Make sure you grab an official Nick DiPaolo show T-shirt or hat or mug for yourself or someone else this holiday season. Show them that you really don't care by giving them a Nick DiPa- <laughs> <laughs> uh, Forget the latest technology gadget or a vacation to Rome. This is what you love when really, I love Tommy threw that in with a little tongue in cheek. Uh, this is what they really want. And we're going to give uh, you guys, uh, I don't know, four cents if you send one in with your girlfriend with big tits wearing this in the shower. Holding it, I mean. <laughs> Starting today and for the rest of this week, you can use the promo code Saint Nick for an additional 10% off your order. That's S-T-N-I-C-K as in Saint Nick. You'll also see in the store we've added the official Nick DiPaolo Show hoodie, which I think is the nicest item. That and the hat we just showed. Uh, They get white ones too, I think. Make sure to get your orders uh, in now because, you know, the supply chain (laughs) So you'll have them in time for Christmas. Uh, Just go to nickdip.com and click on store. Thank you guys and gals so goddamn much. How can you find a broken heart? How can a loser ever wear? How can you stop? The right what makes the world go right? <laughs> <laughs> ha! drops of Jupiter in her he hey, hey, hey. MSNBC busted, that's right. You know MSNBC with the um, Rachel Maddow, the, uh, the woman who looks like a third baseman for the AAA Red Roosters in Toledo. Damning police video shows the moment Wisconsin cops stopped an NBC producer who'd been ordered to follow jurors. Just think about that. Just just that is enough to... Can you imagine if Fox did that? They were ordered to follow jurors in the Kyle Rittenhouse murder trial. You know, I, you guys get this, right? kind of intimidation tactic? You see an MSNBC trial. Oh, maybe I should... Vote the other way. I don't want to get shot. Anyhow. Uh, the footage released by Kenosha Police Tuesday shows an incredulous officer pulling over James Joseph Morrison, a stop that led uh, that led furious judge Bruce Schrader to ban MSNBC from the rest of the trial. I work for NBC, Morrison 63 immediately explained, saying he was a, a news producer who flew in from Atlanta following a vehicle uh, with police, uh, with a police report uh, shared by Law and Crime showing that he allegedly jumped a red light while following the anonymous, jumped a red light? Is that what we say now? Anonymous juror's uh, van. They were, he was following the juror's van. Uh, it was covered uh, by a SWAT team. <laughs> Here's the interaction with uh, crooked MSNBC. This guy's a horrible liar, but let's listen in anyway. Were you following a vehicle? Yeah, no. I was trying to see. I was being called by New York going, maybe. What? People you need to follow, but I, I don't know. It was discreet. I wasn't like, you know, talk to anybody. But just trying to find a location. That's all. <laughs> That's all. I was just doing something that we all know I'm not supposed to do. Uh, God, he's terrible. I was talking in New York, and they said, I wasn't going to talk to anybody. I was just going to, you know, see where they're hanging out and and then tell BLM. But other than that, I was just, uh, hey. So anyways, uh, he's just a mama this guy Morrison, and uh, asked who made the order. Morrison then (laughs) called booking producer Irene Bayon, whose name was uh, visible on the cell phone, which was on speakerphone, while she nervously confirmed uh, Morrison's instructions. Is this moron number one? Yeah. Put moron number two on the phone. <laughs> Here's how that conversation went. The producer's boss. Hi, this is Officer Jones, Canoche Police. Trying to, trying to figure out what's going on here, why you have a reporter or a producer following vehicles out here? By no means were we trying to get in contact Lying with whore. Any, of any of the jury members or whoever's in the car. We just were um, trying to see like where um, mm. where in the trial may be asked this is huge we can't afford anything crazy happening um putting people in, in dangerous positions um this individual violated some traffic laws here doing this so we're going to ask you guys to refrain from doing that wow got it understood thank you so much Um very sorry we're very sorry Yeah, we weren't, and, and uh, my crack producer Dallas said before we went on the air that she, this woman has deleted all her social media posts for the last ten years <laughs> after the story broke. She at least got a nice, innocent, pretty face. And again, you can't trust them. What do you mean, them, Nick? You know, Omnicrum. We weren't. We just wanted to see where they were hanging out. You know. <laughs> Oh, my God. People positioned in uh, different areas in the courthouse. You know, stuff like that. Um, I- I'm very sorry. I'm, ooh. Uh, between them and uh, CNN, it's just a... Uh, I could, i grab this microphone I'd beat your brains out with it because that's what you deserve. That's what you deserve. Charlie said it best. Anyhow, final story. Wow, final story of the week, unless you're a monthly subscriber, then you get another zingzangler. I'd say cup number five. And I'm immune now. It's doing nothing. All it does is dehydrate me and makes my shit pasty. You didn't need to hear that. Well, it's the type of show we do here. <laughs> Will you ever grow up? Don't have to. I'm a comic. I'm a fucking joker. Let's get to something we can relate to. Porn star Adriana Chekchik. Russian. Is that Russian? Her I think. Is. She's American, though. Oh, she's American. Oh, good. I can track her down. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I can't do this story. I gotta go to the bathroom. I'll be right back. Uh, anyways, Adriana here is speaking about the shocking injury she sustained on the set of her X-rated uh, films, and I'm, I'm, right away, I'm thinking sex and dirty, and, you know what I mean? Injury to the perineum, that type of shit. I feel like Quint when he's on the boat. Bu- you know when he does that? Quint, don't push it that much. I oh, know what I'm doing. <laughs> Aren't you watching, idiot? Uh, anyways, she get so I'm thinking she get hurt with you know big giant pillows and shit stuff that runs through my head and other serial killers. The adult movie actress, 30 years old, appeared on uh, the Plug Podcast earlier this week and said she suffered damage to her neck spine and brainstem. Now that's fucking. <laughs> You knock a girl's brain stem out of alignment, you are doing your job. She has to leave your house on a gurney with a fucking neck brace on, like she just had a helmet on helmet collision with fucking Ray Lewis. (laughs) That's fucking, you know what I'm saying? So she hurt her neck and spine and brain stem during rough romps recorded for the Internet. She says, I feel like it's, it's just like sexy wrestling or sexier wrestling. <laughs> what kind of wrestling is she watching? Boy, she's a piece of ass, though, huh? <sighs> you know how many of these people, they, these girls that look like this, they study. what is it, fans only and they're breaking in hundreds of thousands. So I don't want to hear about this misogynist society you live in. And the answer to that would be, not all girls look like that. Well, go get some surgery. I'd be doing it. I saw a fake schlong at the hospital. I got my eyes on. I saw it in an antique store. Is it Jerry's? Anyway, it's got a crank on the side. state. Anyways, uh, Chechik State comparing her craft to that of WWE performers. Oh my God, help me. I have really fucked up my neck now. Do you blow your dad with that mouth? I have pinched nerve. She's talking like she's from Russia. I have pinched nerve in my C6 and 7. Parentheses, parts of the spine. We playing Battleship. Um, she says they're out of place. The brunette alleged, according to the Daily Star, was bringing us all the important stories. Additionally, Chechik claimed she has suffered a slipped disc and her brainstem actually came out of pocket a little bit. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that dirty cug sucker. <laughs> the beauty. The beauty also revealed that, much like an elite sports person, she takes an ice bath after shooting her scenes in order to help her body recover. The only difference is when Tom Brady takes an ice bath, there's not three women and blowing them. She's a little whore. And a little piece of trash. Bullshit. It's like Raquel Welch there. (sighs) Chechik told the podcast that she planned to partake in a wild orgy. Uh, (laughs) While injured, she's day-to-day with a labia pull. (laughs) Injured, but then her doctor cautioned her against the whole idea. Well, ain't he a genius? Check didn't divulge whether she went ahead with the romp, but she has no plans to give up porn, despite the toll it's taking on her body. I think it's taking a toll on your body. You see my prick? It looks like a, excuse, Mickey Mantle's knees with 11 scars on it. The star who boasts uh, 3.3 million Instagram followers. What do I have to do? Getting a Lululemon and wet the crotch area to get that kind of fun. Also, she has her own OnlyFans account, which has thousands of paying subscribers. Chechik, who grew up in foster care. Oh my God! <laughs> Seriously, can you imagine? Even when you're beautiful like that, you grow up in a good family. I always said, it's like almost a cross to bear. Like when she's 14, she's got grown guys. Somebody brings to her titty bar underage. The owner starts dating. You know what I mean? There's a lot of those stories. Whatever. Good for you. She grew up in foster care. Now she's making a time. Good for you. Good for you, honey. She grew up in foster care, entered the adult film industry in 2013. And, uh, you know, all I can say is, I love you for helping me to construct my life. Not a tavern, but a temple. She's got a little Raquel in her. I love you because you have done so much to make me happy. You have done it without a word, without a touch, without a (coughs) sign. You have (coughs) done it by just... By just blowing 12 guys. (laughs) Consecutively. Uh, That is it for the week, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, We appreciate your support. Don't forget thecomicsgym.com. Sign up monthly if you can, please. Um, We really appreciate it. Uh, Don't forget uh, nickdip.com. Click on store. Again, we have a lot of discounts because of the holidays for merchandise. And cameo.com. I did uh, three this week, I think, two or three. And uh, if you want me to roast a friend or relative... I'll make a recording on my phone, send it right to him. You tell me a little bit about the person at Cameo.com. That is it for the week. Um, you guys think it, I will say it. You're very welcome. We'll see you back here on Monday. Have a great weekend, everybody.